Welcome to Two Men on the Run, Season 2, Episode 2, or if you're counting, counting in the uh, old school way, it's number f- episode 41, and I'm joined by my good friend and uh, ex-training partner, as we, we don't train together anymore, uh, <laughs> well we don't seem to do we, um, but obviously the fantastic John Joe Doherty. Thank you very much Matthew, it's a great pleasure to be here in my own home. <laughs> so it, it's been a while since we've we've sat down and, yes. and discussed running on the on the podcast and and you know in general to be fair um obviously we had the the wonderful guests last week um but you know we, we've not really caught up on on what we've been up to it's been a long time since our, our last recording in in october um so yeah what, what what's How's training going? What you know? What you've you've filled your calendar with plenty of races and things like that. We've got we've got tons to talk about here, and um, we're going to try and keep it to half an hour, guys. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I thought you said an hour. <laughs> okay, half an hour it is. Well, first of all, I went out for a wee gentle stroll, and must give a shout out to Lauren Taylor there, who is an athlete of Sutton. AC, which Matthew is still the chairman of. I believe you've decided to do another year. I'm is still, this correct? Yeah, I was uh, re-elected. And a big shout out, by the way, to Lauren. Um, a bundle of joy, still throwing the shot put and on her way to Edge Hill. By the way, Edge Hill University, interestingly, um, hosts or Liverpool Pembroke. That is the site, that base of training and if you are a university student must make you aware now that you are entitled to free sessions with Liverpool Pembroke they there's a special arrangement there where they take um, students from Edge Hill um, as part of, of the fact that they are based there you know just just right. a, a matter of fact yeah, yeah. which is a, a significant place of learning for people who wish to go into maybe a teaching career yeah, well, I think they do all courses now at Edge Hill. So it used to be a teaching. That's predominantly what it was really. His strength was uh, I thought years still, in the past, but I thought it, it still was. is. It, it still is, but it does lots of other courses as well now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, chairman for another year, Chairman Mao. What, what, <laughs> it, what, what's the reason you're you're staying on as chairman? And you said to me the other night that to being chairman means um, there's no actual. What did you say? You said there was nothing to the job. <laughs> no, I said, I said I don't seem to do anything in the job is what I said, and which is why I was, you know, planning on sort of stepping down. But no one else sort of wants to step up um, and do it. So uh, you know, it, I, I'm staying. That, in, 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 in a way, I do. You know, I, my my I suppose my uh, what what I do for the club is obviously at the moment is is when I'm out racing and stuff, and I've got the club vests on in in stuff like Manchester and. Um, in the Great North Run and stuff like that, that you know, the the club vest is seen on, on the web, on on channels or on TV and things like that. Which I is remember a nice having great problems with that vest. It it would slip and slide off me. Oh, you had the you had the new one. You see, I I had the old one. Um, I've now made mine illegal to wear in in illegal in, in, yeah, illegal in, uh, in championship <laughs> competitions because <laughs> I printed the made to run logo big on the on the chest and it's it's oh. over the size uh, it's... the size like, like the, the legal. 
Um, so does that mean, sure what does that mean if it's illegal? Well, in like in like a championship race, so in stuff like um, the Northern Champs, mm. um, you know, cross country or track, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Merseyside stuff like that. Technically, it's it's a it's a illegal. So um, you win the race, and what do they take the prize off could, you? Yeah, they, they disqualify me for it. Yeah, mm. stuff like that. So I am going to have to get myself a new vest at some point. I can get away with it in like I, a I don't. Know, I, road I, couldn't, race and stuff I could never like. agree to disqualifying someone for a vest. You know, no, you win the. But no, but that can happen. Yeah. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Especially the northerns. They, they, you know, they're very particular. So they'll allow and, you. And then obviously, on well, the. Why do they allow, allow you to, to to start in the first place? Well, they probably wouldn't let me start. To be fair. Well, that would be fair enough if they. You know, you'd have to have a backup vest. I don't know. Because they do check you when you go into the, like the um, the pens at like the mm. northern on the track. They'll check your numbers on straight and things like that, and it's not too high or, and too low and stuff. So, right. um, there's various things you, you've got to meet the standards of and stuff. It's it is a little bit old school and daft, really, and the the sponsorship thing is is really um, stupid as far as I'm concerned. It's the same as the uh, athletes at the Olympics; they can't use their own personal sponsors. They can only um, you know wear the the home country's um, you know sponsorship. On that, like that so. chairman um, debate, uh, taking on that role, does that mean taking it on for a full year, another year? Another year, yeah. Uh, and by the way, you know. You, you at least didn't seem that bothered about that role. Sh- surely you should have gone in there. Um, if you've made, you can't go into anything like that without making a decision. You know, it's a straight no. A straight no is easier than okay, a maybe, and then ending up in a role that maybe you're not too keen on. On yeah. Well, well, when I first um, became chairman, obviously I went into the club with a, a plan and an idea of what I wanted to do for the club and things like that and. It just sort of, um, it never really happened, and, and bureaucracy of, of running clubs and things like that. And so, um, I sort of got to a point now where I sort of, I, w- I you know, my plan was to sort of step back and was, you know, obviously happy to be chairman if no one else wants to be chairman and the club needs a chairman sort of thing, and happy to carry on doing what I've been doing, which is for the last couple of years just focusing on my running and giving myself a, sort of the performance I want to, but also obviously benefit. Um, the club from from having sort of the the club vest on absolutely in yeah. places and winning races and things like that so you know if if I can benefit that and and help drag some you know some people see it and recognise it and want to come to the club then I feel yeah. like I've done a bit of a job there obviously there's I can, things I'd like to do but yeah. hopefully but, we've got a young new committee now and and maybe we can drive into some direction with that as well I can see certainly you know Mr Major Matthew Tom running these significant race, races and doing very well and I can see how as the chairman as well you know I can see how that that certainly benefits the club um, without a question of a doubt and I think you've, I achi- you've achieved some some great feats this last year yeah, and uh, I mean, I running for England most recently and, I, and uh, y- you don't need to, to say it yourself I can say that uh, for you certainly I can see how it would benefit a club I have a a, a a niece, no, my cousin's um, niece, so my cousin's daughter actually as well. But um, she's shown some potential. I know there's a significant waiting list within the club. This is for an eight-year-old, you know. Um, I think for me, it's it's never good enough. Uh, the, the town a population of 181,000 um, to have kids on a waiting list, but that's no one person's fault. It's It's the town 
itself it, it goes all the way through the town to the the uh, the, the government um, well the, I think the, it, I think it's athletics to be the, fair the council, it's, it's the more council. well no I think it's, it's more athletics to be fair as a, as a sport in that you know the, the reason why there's a waiting list is because there's not enough coaches and it's something as a club and uh, on a committee we've, we've talked about and I'm not 100% sure how much I can say because obviously it's committee sort of discussions but there's you know and it's but I'm fairly certain it's similar across a lot of other clubs as well is that you know to grow the numbers of members and things like that, you you have to have enough coaches to, to coach them um, and if you haven't got the coaches then well, look, it's, quite, it's, quite, easy, it's easy to bring in why, why don't you have the coaches you've got 181 thousand population um, because, what, why, because people why don't, don't you have the coaches care about athletics it's you know it's it's at the moment you know. Do you, do you, well, do you really believe that? Well, do you really believe that, well, here, st- that here, statement? You're a runner. Do you know what's on I'm the TV? Do you know what's on the TV at the moment? What what championships? I don't. Are you, there? That's a great question because you know I don't have a television. Well, it's, it's on your computer. You could watch it on your computer, <laughs> your phone, whatever. Do you know what? Do you know what major champs are on currently? The in uh, Ser- Serbia, uh, Belgrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> Who's been talking to you? Trick question. <laughs> Richard Burney, but, uh, surely. <laughs> actually, I got it. I got it right, didn't I? Thank you for that one, Matthew. Well, that's where they are. But what champs are they? The World Indoor yeah, Champ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. two nil, <laughs> two nil. <laughs> <laughs> what am I just asking you? Some questions now. Put you on the spot. This is not mastermind, by the way, for the listeners. And we have a huge fan base out in India. And Slovakia. What are you laughing for, Matthew? <laughs> it's true. It's true. It is. It is. The numbers it does change. It does it change. Does change bro. And people laugh about how it can change, but it does change. Um, I want to talk about the war in Ukraine now. <laughs> no, uh, I think I can link it in somehow with running. Um, it's been on my mind actually, and. It's very difficult to talk about because people are so, once they get this idea or this thought in, into their heads and they've got an opinion and it's so hard line, it's like impossible. In fact, you might as well not discuss it. Um, but I wish to discuss it because I, th- I think um, it's important and not just on that debate, but when I look back through the course of history, when I look at the tragedy of the Iraq war, the weapons of mass destruction, you know, at the time, uh, the people were hoodwinked. When I look at COVID, and it relates to, to athletics, how all of a sudden we've got a situation most recently now where uh, COVID, uh, Putin has, has killed COVID, um, interesting for me this and all of a sudden we're asking people to take Ukrainians into their own homes when I can't go and visit my elderly friend in a care home uh, because there's been another outbreak of COVID but at the same time it it doesn't really exist anymore but it does you know and there's when when you look at things and you and you've got these hard line real I don't like it because in every um, point of view in every idea there are questions to be asked and deep under to deepen understanding and 
And when we see things so black and white, um, for me, that's upsetting because I know, um, I know that it's not. And I know that in the future, things will materialize, which will, which will um, uh, perhaps throw some doubt and now we have COVID, so people are now the hardliners during that COVID pandemic, you know. And by the way, I was on neither one side of the of the argument, really. I asked questions. I sat on the fence, perhaps. But um, we now have a situation where those hardline supporters of the restrictions are now actually coming out and thinking, hang on a minute, why did we do all that? Because... Now, all of a sudden, it's, what, what's going on? I don't understand. And you're a right to ask questions, and you should be allowed to. And that's the point, really, freedom of speech. But I've not linked it in with running very well. I was well. waiting for that. That's the bit I'm waiting uh, for. I'm about, I thought I'm I'd about, let you carry I'm, on until, until you get that link, but I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm about to, Matthew. Okay, okay. Because we suffered um, as athletes during the pandemic, um, some people call it the pandemic. I don't actually agree with that. I'm not quite sure what it was, but we suffered because we trained very hard, um, and then races were cancelled, uh, and then things started to pick up again. Next thing, we're back in lockdown, and it went on for a couple of years. Um, but we didn't suffer compared to some other people who who suffered far far greater than us, you know. And I, I my heart does go out to some of those individuals who were quite well and fit in Kerr facilities actually which turned into for me uh, medium-sized prisons uh, where rights and privileges and freedoms were taken away but on an athletics perspective I think when we judge now this is where it, I can somehow get this to, 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 to link together when we look at uh, bureaucratic uh, institutions within our sport, within our sport, everybody's sport. This is this is where I'm going to link it in. Yeah. I wish not that we didn't see everything so black and so white. I've made the mistake myself. I continue to, at times, make that mistake of seeing these institutions in good and in bad sort of scenarios. Individuals good, individuals bad. But no, ask questions yes and call out injustices yes but also when you see something that's worked then you can also encourage and and not just be the cynic did i manage to tie those dots together somehow i'm not really sure you did to be fair but i mean i mean i, I you know i had notes on on stuff i wanted to discuss and um yeah, one thing I had circled was make sure John Joe doesn't talk about the war, but, uh, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes in, we're, we're already there and cancelled. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, there you go, people. There's John Joe's, uh, John Rowe, uh, Josh, uh, I can't even think of what that other podcast, the big famous podcaster's name is that oh, got yeah, cancelled recently. For Did it get cancelled? Uh, Joe uh, Rogan? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was cancelled. Well, it's not cancelled, but people wanted it cancelled for some reason or other. So well, well it's, they didn't it's, want to be it's, on... Let uh, me tell you about, I've listened to that particular podcast. Uh, I don't agree with everything Joe Rogan says, but I think it's a, good, a very good, it was, I don't know if it still is, a very good podcast. It's It's gone actually into a private realm, what do they call that, that sort of... Um, 
it's part of Spotify. Now, yeah, well, that's what so they, that's what artists were on about. They yeah. wanted to pull off Spotify because it was on there. Well, I think that's ridiculous. And like do you know I, something sure. else, mate? I mean, that that leads me to it wasn't runner related, so I didn't pay attention to another injustice. Set <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, him off again, folks. No, seriously. I mean, certain media's uh, TV channels have been pulled. You know, um, certain things have been pulled, and, and bloody hell, are we going to live? This is supposed to be, it's certainly not a democracy, by the way. Uh, you look at uh, Westminster, it's not my government, but Westminster, you look at the two major parties, the, without doubt, two cheeks on the same backside. Is that a democracy? Well, not for me it's not, but you might want to believe that in your little bubble. But I might be wrong. I'm open to the fact that I might be wrong, but I believe in freedom of speech because when you start banning things taking things down and not allowing free speech that is is it's far from a democracy it's to free speech is is what makes that democracy and and when people criticize um athletics organizations they they have a right to do so that should be allowed uh, you can't tone I'm sure you were discussing with me most recently a particular athletics. Um, uh, you don't need to mention it, Matthew, but it was. I think it was related to the book of faces, and um, it was related to a running. Uh, oh, the, I was or I'm a runner. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, and the the person in charge of that, perhaps, uh, who wished to she had a, a hardline opinion, which is fair enough, you know. But she didn't want to hear the other side of 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 a of a discussion or an argument. I mean. The problem is it gets very nasty, you know, and and um, I think that's why I don't indulge in any of that kind of stuff, really. I I, I don't really want to, but freedom of speech, that's got to be integral. to, And every person out there who is not willing to have free speech and free opinion and to listen to opposing points of view and, you know, to shake hands at the end of it, and that's okay, to disagree is, is, to, is okay. Shame on you, that's what I say, shame on you. Go on, Matthew. <laughs> so, okay, try try and get us back on track if I can. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I, I want to hear about what you've been doing running-wise, John Joe, <laughs> since we last spoke, you know, and, and I'm sure I'm sure the listeners do too. You know, you were, you, you, you came off a fantastic road season into the cross-country season that you were, you were looking forward to. I know you've had your ups and downs, some injuries and things like that, but I think, you know, you, you put together a, a solid season with races out over in Ireland, back home for, um, and then um, and then obviously races here, the Merseyside, the Inter-Counties, um, just recently. Um, and then, you know, yeah, you know, and and you've you've sort of got a, a new training group you, you're running with at the moment and things like that. So, you know, I want to hear... What's going on? You know, luckily there's no new vest, but I mean, I'm sure that's, you know, just, that's coming soon as well, I'm sure, knowing you. It's <laughs> um, a big question, Matthew, and um, there are no easy answers, um, but I was disappointed first and foremost with that cross-country season. I don't feel um, the group trained appropriately for those events, um, you know, difficulties arose. Um, I don't want to say too much. I think it's it's unfair to do so. But you know, you asked me a straight question, and and um, really, um, 
I I gave I gave a hundred percent. I added a great deal of positivity to that group. You ask any of, of the members really, and, and it and I always do give a hundred percent. And and I slotted in very well in in that particular group that you mentioned within the Liverpool Harriers. You know there are different groups for those who are listening and unaware of of the sport which I'm involved in, and. Um, for reasons really which I'm, I'm still still unsure of, I, I was asked to leave that particular group. Um, but I, as I move on, you know, I'm probably in a bereavement stage actually and um, it's difficult because I did slot in very well to the group. Um, so that's going to, to take a, a period of time. Um, as I say, I, I, I think... Um, looking back on on that particular couple of years, it, it was it wasn't easy. You know, I joined a group just before the COVID and, and lockdowns and whatnot, and and um, I think um, the coach didn't. It wasn't easy for him to be fair. Um, and you ran you ran some great times in there. You know, you you your five k PB in the in the summer. You know, bringing that down to, to under 15 minutes was a, a huge, huge leap in performance, really, from, from where you'd been at, um, even just a couple, you know, a couple months earlier than when, when you actually ran that, and um, and obviously your 10Ks come down, I know, you know, you probably like that one to come down a little bit more and, and, and things, but, um, you know, you had some great runs and stuff, and I mean, what, well, what's, I, what's, I, your, what's I, your goals, you know, what are your goals going forward It's here? not what's... easy, I'm a working man, I'm a working man, you know, and and I, I do feel absolutely drained, you know, and I think um, Richard Burney, who I'm now working with, I think he'll tell you, you know, that's the way you, you, you're going to have to feel, you know, you get up and you feel absolutely bloody drained. And um, that wouldn't make sense to a lot of people. Why would anyone want to wake up feeling tired, you know, but uh, it's not just the running. I've got to get out there and I've got to, I've got to do my job, you know, and, and, um, People laugh, you know, I, I tell the guys, you know, I do eight to ten miles every day chasing after bins and whatnot. But uh, that's another battle for me because I really should be driving a, a, a bin wagon, but I passed the test. I think I've been overlooked in the job. I had it out with a couple of guys today, actually, in the, in the job. And um, the reason I, I was overlooked really is because I never asked questions. I, I, I just expected equality and fairness to happen. People switch off. I'm not a mitherer. I just expect um, to be given a, a, a fur clout. Uh, you get the mitherers who, who seem to get their own way, you know, and that's that's fine with them. But um, so today was another day where you know I'm battling um, more psychologically. So it takes it takes it out of you uh, psychologically when you you're battling with people to get something a battle which needn't um, have, a, have 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 been needn't have happened really um, and I re- um, um, responding to, to the, today's um, sort of um, discussions and, and difficulties and but the reason I wanted to drive the bin wagon and I passed the test at the end of October we're now in March so that's a significant period of time the, the reason I wasn't to make more money it wasn't to become a team leader it, it wasn't to become, you know, anything other. It was basically, I had an idea 
that I would run faster. Yeah, sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? No, no, we talked about it plenty of times on the on the podcast, didn't we? To be fair, that you know, you, by doing that, you'd, you'd get to rest your legs a bit more and stuff, and therefore mm. have more energy when it came to, to training and, and and things. So, you know, that's something something we, we, we yeah. And, and there's like, a counter argument to that. You know, I I went for a a wee jog there with Tony O'Brien, who is recently. Um, you know, he's, he's been a champion in all decades of his life. Yeah, really. he, had a, yeah. he had a big spell out, didn't he? But he's come back now. And, um, yeah, he was at the, he, in 2018. Europe, he was at European Indoors or Masters or World Indoor Masters. He was, he was at recently. Yeah, a couple of months ago, he won, yeah. he won gold in the 3K yeah. in his category, European, I believe that was. Um, and he also broke the the world record was it or the European record sorry in the 1500 metres right. but they both did and he finished second I think that's right. correct so he got silver yeah and broke the record as, as you're both ma- under the previous yeah, so record so obviously he didn't get the record himself but it was broken by him and um, and he was saying to me actually that um, you know you, you're imagining obviously that driving the wagon is going to help your performance you know but actually it, it, it could could be contrary to that and I, 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 I'm, I, I'm aware of that you know and I'm aware of the details you know I won't be just sat there I can get out whenever I want yeah. and, and help out which I will do you know um, I'm not just going to be sat there sedentary hours on end so that but you know you've got to tr- it's like trial and error you've got to to try and, and change things if you think that something could be improved you know and I just felt that some of these days were so long, you know, and, and it's not just eight to 10 miles, it's it's heavy lifting. It, well, not heavy lifting, but considerable lifting throughout the day of those black boxes with yeah, glass yeah. and stuff, you know, and it's not that they, they're heavy or they're heavy enough, but, you know, after eight hours of it, um, you want to go for a run then, John Joe? Well, yeah, yeah, but you feel like you're in that red zone. I, I think, um, going back to your original question about... The, uh, the cross-country season. Very disappointed because um, I think the coach had spread himself too thinly, actually. I don't think he had the time. I ask a lot of questions. I'm high energy, you know, and I'm probably a handful, and I appreciate that. But the, the questions I'd be asking is, you know, obviously, I think we needed more hill sessions. We needed to be on the grass more often. And... Um, but the group, you know, was going in different directions. Of course, road racing was significant for some of them. And, you know, at the end of it all, um, the reason I'd be disappointed with that that cross-country season, I think I left the best behind me in training, actually. I think at times I was training very hard, coming to these races and just, like the inter-counties, to be honest, last weekend, just feeling like... Um, and don't get me wrong, it's an accolade to run for Merseyside. I'm proud to, to represent the county and just to be in the team is, is nice, you know. Um, 1.8 million yeah, yeah. population. And you but I'm disappointed though. Right, I'm also it? disappointed with the team because I think there should be maybe a development squad. I think other teams together should be putting something together to create something far more something that actually is 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 wanting to to look ahead and think well we can win this event yeah. we finished 20th team you know lancashire were 10th um i think there's huge room for improvement but people have to communicate and and want to and be ambitious that's the key word ambitious 
I think in the in the next few years, I think things will change. Um, but it, it might not be what whilst I'm around actually in the sport or, or running uh, or getting in the team. I don't know. I think it's going to take that long. I think they're that far behind. Mm. I really do in terms of cross country. Um, it would take something special to turn it around now. But um, I'll give a shout out to Matt Lee. He actually, I think he's he's very ambitious. I think he shares the same team ethos. He he's the Merseyside champion now, which I aspired to become. It didn't happen for me. He won the L&Ds um, recently as well. Fair play to him. Um, I think he does share that team ethos, is that the right word? And, and the wanting to pull together to create a, a positive result. Yeah. Breaking down boundaries of club uh, and, and, and focusing for the, for the team together. Obviously, you do your best as an individual, but you come together as a team. And yeah. you, you're fighting for each other. And um, to be competitive. Um so, I'm disappointed with with that, um, and um, but going forward, I remain. I've established myself really as a Liverpool Harrier. I yeah. think I believe I have done so, and there's talks of coaching, but I don't really have the time for that. I, I don't. I, I'm happy to support Richard um, with his group, you know, and just by support, I mean just partaking with the younger lads. Uh, them pushing me and, and me pushing them just like in, in all the other groups that I've been a part of previously in, yeah, in, in yeah. other clubs just being a part of that group um, and um, but I also you know I, I want to thank um, my previous coach for the opportunity um, for the progress that was made Um and yeah, the opportunity, the progress that was made, and 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 all those opportunities just going down to these various venues in Liverpool, um, it was really exciting. And and you know, for whatever reason, um, it didn't work out. And I'm really sorry about that. But it's it's now time to um, to get back to basics. Um, a period of bereavement really I think that's what it is um, but I'm very excited to be working now with Richie Burney he um, he is a cross country champion himself he's won the Merseyside six times he's he's finished well up in the nationals he's got a great pedigree um, and he, he works for Adidas and he he's, he's very much lives and breathes the sport I'd, I'd say he's a similar man to yourself actually he lives and breathes it. And um, you can ask him anything, but he's very busy, you know. And, and a part of me doesn't, you obviously don't want to take too, you don't ask too much of a person because, you know, he's got his family, he's got the group and it's, it's not easy for him, you know. So I've got to, I've got to also, I think I've realised this, take responsibility, which I haven't done. Yeah. I've never done this, by the way. I've never done this in the sport. I've done it with other things. I might have done it yeah. with the guitar. I might have done it with with learning to become um, a class two driver, you know. Yeah. But I've never taken responsibility in running. I've kind of expected other people to think for me, to s establish goals for me, you know, mm. um, to give me all the information. Yeah. I think now it's time I've realised to take responsibility and 
to do my own research, to set some of my own goals and utilizing obviously Richard's knowledge as well. Yeah, yeah. But don't forget, Matthew, though, for me, it's it's much more difficult because I came to the sport at 28, very late on, when yeah. most kids that have had 20 years experience with various coaches at a very young age, but yeah, le- yeah. learning all, the, all of this stuff really without having to think, you know. So coming to the sport so late, um, it's only now really that I think, well, it's time to raise your game. It's time to sharpen, to understand you because we're all different. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Now I want to ask you, Matthew, what, yeah. what, what's been, obviously you've represented England. That's been a, a huge uh, breakthrough for you. Yeah. Um, you have been surrounded now, all of a sudden immersed in these exclusive groups of uh, I imagine professional athletes, coaches, and and invitations, and 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 you're preparing for the Manchester Marathon. You you, you know you you've set yourself. Um, I'm 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 hoping that you you do very well in that particular race. That's um, so. Come on, tell us what's the story. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously, you know, following on from, from Manchester last year and, and Liverpool, um, yeah, you know, it was it was great to have that, that call up and, and represent England out in, in Spain. It was a half marathon. Um, it, it was it was tough, to be fair. Um, I, said, I, had a, I picked up a knee injury at Christmas. Um, this race was in the start of February uh, when I ran for um, out in Spain. And so, yeah, this knee injury had been bugging me for a little bit and, I really, I should have gone and seen my physio earlier. Um, he, he taped it up and um, saw me the week before. I went and saw him the week before the race, and he sort of told me how I could get through it. And it's 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 a it's a sort of six and a half mile uphill and six and a half mile downhill, which wasn't great for for any injury. But I got through the race. Didn't really do any further damage to the knee, um, but couldn't really run. Um, at my best. Plus, it it wasn't going to be a course that suited me because, like yourself, I hadn't really done much hill training and um, with training for Manchester which is pretty flat you know the, the the most I'd done was sort of the hills that are up and down the lengths on my on my runs rather than any specific hill sessions and I think to have really given that course a, a good go you, you needed to have trained more like a cross-country runner to be fair um, and the race was run in, in 60, uh, 60 61 minutes or so uh, Kenyan fella um, my teammate Ross Millington who's uh, part of the New Balance squad with, with Johnny um, he was he was um, he finished fourth uh, in the race there, um, and my other teammate Norman Shreve um, I think was was seventh or eighth uh, in the race. I was I was thirteenth, um, but um, you know it was a great a great experience to be out there with the team to to meet uh, these other other um, athletes. You know Ross was the the only one on the team who was a, a full time professional athlete. Uh, Norman is a is a, a doctor. Um, on the uh, maternity wards and stuff like that down in I want to say Cambridge, but I'm probably wrong on that. Um, but um, you know he's a full time full time doctor on there, um, and obviously the 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 women's team. Um, they to be fair, the women's team had a, a much better, stronger performances than than the men with um, Naomi finishing third um, and nearly second place, and um, um, and then. Yeah, I think 
uh, Lucy, uh, Lucy Reed was um, was fourth, and Chloe was was fifth. They did they get they had a podium for the top five um, at, the, at the race um, prizes for them. So they were all there, and then yeah, um, Sophie Sophie Wood from Sale was was the next home uh, for the women's team as well, just outside those those positions. Um, so it was great meeting all those guys, and and great to sort of. I suppose bounce ideas off all these runners and I think pretty much every one of us is, is doing Manchester because it is the trials for the Commonwealth Games and the, and the European Championships. Um, so it, it, Manchester is going to be a, a fantastic race to, to be a part of um, and definitely, you know, you know, I know a lot of our listeners are, are obviously local and stuff like that so it's uh, it's definitely going to be one to go and sort of watch if, you, if you're not participating yourselves because it's, it's, uh, you're going to see some of the best of, of England uh, they're racing that one to try and get one of those spots um, you know yeah Johnny Mellor's the headline of the of the of the field sort of thing in there um, and quite a few there's a couple other Olympians as well um, uh, he's looking he's looking the, looking very strong at the moment 28 28 33 was it 33 in Trafford the other week he ran faster early second on in the place year. finish second place finish by five seconds yeah uh, he ran faster earlier on in the year in uh, Valencia, I think, in the ten k. What would his um, be, what would his PB be for ten k? I wonder. Uh, it was a PB that he ran in Valencia. Um, I think it was low twenty eight minutes. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, maybe twenty eight thirteen something. And like he's thirty five years old now. He is. He is. Yeah. Um, and then um, also uh, he he did a PB out in in the half marathon in Seville as well. Was that a um, that was earlier this year as well? Time? Yeah, uh, sixty-two, uh, sixty-two something, oh, okay. sixty-two mid round okay. round there. Um, so that was a PB. Why, why now? All of a sudden, do you think oh, you you wouldn't have any ideas about his training? Or um, I, I see a little bit on Strava, but there's nothing. I don't think there's anything different to what he's been doing for a bit. I, I think someone someone said something to me that the, the reasoning behind um, one. The reason behind they well why they think Johnny's now doing the Manchester trials because originally he he wasn't going to do the trials I think because he he hadn't run as well as he'd wanted to in London last year, um and so they said he just sort of they, well they think um he just decided to have a bit of fun and just you know not focus on any major championships and just go and have some fun racing yeah um and yeah. if that's the case possibly that's where he obviously he's gone and had a bit of fun racing. And seeing that he's in great shape and stuff, which has then made him and his coach go, well, you know, we probably should be doing the trials because I'm in some of the best shape I've ever been in with PBs over yeah. the 10k and, and half. Um, and sometimes that's the way. Sometimes you can you can just get a bit bogged down in how serious it is when you're trying to get those positions and stuff. And you know, if you're doing that, it, it can take away some of the, the the fun of it. And you know, when you get back to a little bit of fun and stuff, that performances can just come that little bit more natural because you. You've allowed your your mind just to to have that bit of space as as well. You know your your physical body has obviously been strong enough, but you know sometimes you can overtax the mind with with stressing and being too thingy. So maybe that's that's the case with Johnny, and he's had a bit of fun and, and stuff with some really good races and things like that, and realised you know just how good a shape he, he's actually in, and maybe he's there. That's my sort of thoughts maybe yeah. on it there off um, off what I've heard from from other people. Let me ask you um, a question um, completely off topic um, this idea I think as an Irishman we always want to give 100% mm. so in training you, you give 100% you know yeah. every, every day of the week you, you, you're giving 100% I was having this conversation with a, a few different 
I suppose experts really, um, or they've become experts, you know, from, from all their experiences. And um, to regenerate, I, I use that word, and I think it's, it's, it's the word to use. Sometimes you've got to like sort of, you know, I mean, back off. I mean, this is a simple idea, isn't it? You know, yeah. you're backing off. You kind of, you're really backing off in a way. You know, you're taking right off because you, you've got to do that to regenerate, to go faster again, you know. Yeah. But what I, the question I'm asking you is this marathon man that you've become, you seem to be running all these miles, willing to throw yourself into races, like the St. Helens 10K, where you did a two-mile warm-up, eight-mile at six, about, around about six-minute per mile pace. Yeah. You went into the race, broke the course record, 31.14. It's got, a, it's got a bit of a hill in it, by the way, for those who are listening. Um, and then you carried on for an, uh, another couple of miles. So you did about what was it? Twenty. Uh, twenty miles. Twenty miles. Where's your Where's your regeneration, or, or do you not need that in marathon running? No, you do, and and, and my my regeneration came back um, after Manchester and Liverpool. You know, I, I went over to the Caribbean. I was off off to the Caribbean for a half marathon, and when was that? And, uh, was so that was uh, end of November, start of December, That's and quite, quite um, a while ago, isn't it? Yeah, so it was, it was before this training block, this marathon block, um, and then. What is so, a block? A block to you, sorry. So, it, how many weeks? Is um, that? It can be anywhere between sort of twelve to, to sixteen weeks. Um, it was fourteen for Manchester back in October. This time round, it's been about twelve weeks because um, I, I picked up uh, that knee injury and, and that cost me a couple of weeks. Um, so I've really had twelve solid training weeks and and a couple of weeks up and down. Um, but when I went out to the Caribbean, the race was cancelled. Um, went out there with my girlfriend, and and so we just lay on the beach and, and drank beer for a week. And that was my that was my rest period, my down period. Really, I just enjoyed the sun. Um, we were storms over here; trees were getting blown down and things like that. And I was, you know, it was thirty plus degrees and white sandy beaches. So and if that yeah, race had gone ahead, you'd have had the next week off, would you? Uh, yeah, there'd have been. We'd have had one week off, and then it would have been straight into a, a solid marathon training block. So it was good that that was. It, it did get cancelled because it allowed me to sort of take a, a proper little break there um, before rebuilding. But yeah, I, I came back maybe a little bit, a couple extra pounds of, of weight, well, and, and I, that's where I got injured, yeah. to be fair. When I talk about the regeneration, though, I'm thinking yeah. more about this idea that you're not having necessarily a week off. Yeah. You're, you're training, you know, still training, but in certain sessions and, and you know in even in races actually yeah you, you might have it's not your race it's not your um it's not your manchester marathon it's it's maybe the saint Anne's 10k which is yeah. is less it's no one it's it's not the race you're aiming for yeah yeah you're even regenerating you're even backing off in that you know which yeah, for well, me that that is very hard to 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 even ima- imagine doing actually in reality because yeah. you always want to give 100 percent, but um, this idea that you, you're training, but actually you're regenerating it, you, you're backing off, wet, backing off, and yeah. you, do you do that in your? Yeah, so I mean, well, I mean, you know, St. Helens 10K is a perfect example. Um, you know, that was backed off um, because I, I did that as part of my a training. It was a training session. It was, as, as you said, it was a two mile warm up, uh, eight miles at, at about six to six ten pace. Well, and you, then you, you eight broke, miles. You broke your own course record. Then. Yeah, because I'm in I'm in a lot fitter shape than I've ever been uh, to go and run that. And what I, do you put that down to then? That's the next question. Um, well, I think for a start, I think my 
my weakness has always been the strength side of it, the endurance side. And so for a good year, a good couple of years now, I've had solid, um, consistent training um, where I've managed to hit, you know, 80 miles to 100 That's miles. That's an interesting week word, out. isn't it? Consistency. Consistency. This seems to be, it seems to come up quite a lot. Jenny Clegg mentioned that word yeah. to Alex on the on the previous show. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah, and it, it's and, key. And I think um, I've been listening to uh, Atomic Habits by uh, James Clear. I think it is right. on, on on Audible. Yeah, and um, it's it's quite a popular book at the moment. Um, Atomic Habits and um, many chapters v- v- discussing habits. And of course, we have bad habits, don't we? But um, What's the point I was going to make now? I've forgotten. <laughs> anyway, carry on, Matthew. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, you interrupted me, so I've Sorry, got man. no idea where I was. Um, but, um, you know, yeah, so, yeah, I, I've had those ups and downs in training. And I've, I've backed off and, you know, that was that was when I did St. Anthony K, it was part of my oh, training Oh, I've got session, it. I've got so. it. It's Go come on. to me. Sorry. Because, you know, people be wondering what, you know, or maybe not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, consistency. It's a great word to use, and it, it, it's 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 valid. You know, it's 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 what what we all yeah. need to do. But when I think of consistency, there's, there's a it's boring. It can get boring. You know, it can get very boring, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that that's where someone like yourself, um, for me, has a big edge because you continue through that boredom. Let's say, you know, yeah. because you do it every day. You get up, you do routine, discipline, 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 discipline. Yeah. And then it gets to a point where, God, yeah, you get up, yeah. But you keep going, consistency, and you maintain that. And you, yeah, and, and go on. So... Yeah, so yeah, but but I but I take my off, you know, when I have my breaks at the end of the marathon blocks and stuff like that, you know, it is a bit of rela- relaxation. So you know, after Manchester, you know, th- there will be a nice block. We, I've got a, me and my girlfriend have got a, a, a spa weekend booked after after the marathon and things like that. So we'll you know we'll take a bit of downtime and, and a bit of relaxation and things before we build. I start building for the for the next thing after that. So whereabouts are you going, Matthew? I think I might uh, um, join you. <laughs> Um, at least somewhere towards Leedsway, I think. I can't remember where exactly. Um, you just write that address down. That way, for somewhere. Me. Um, but you know, so it's it's you've got to you've got to sort of do those sort of things. And obviously, this time round for this marathon block, you know, whereas into Manchester, I had a really solid fourteen weeks. This time round, I've had this knee injury, and it's been up and down, and I've had to take complete, you know, more or less complete weeks off and things like that. So it's it has been difficult at times and, and um, obviously originally I was meant to go and race the Seville Marathon we, we weren't Manchester was going to be was the backup option to go and do and the ta- the, the goal was to go and do Seville um, at the end of Feb and achieve the qualifying standard for the Commonwealth Games or the European Champs there and then see how my body reacted after that and either race Manchester knowing I had the time and I had to run for position or take a chance of not running Manchester and hope that no one else ran quick enough and I got the call up from, from already having the time. Um, obviously, my knee injury, about two weeks out from Seville, uh, my coach sort of said, you know, let, let's let's get a call in, let's have a catch-up and let's decide what we're doing. And he said, you know, he said, look, he said, I really think, he said, is, is there another marathon after Seville? Is there something else we can target? They just give you a bit more time to train because we've just been inconsistent with the training because of this knee injury. We've had some great weeks in there, but we've had some weeks where we haven't done anything because it's been too tender and too sore. And I sort of said, well, I, I already knew Manchester in my head was there. 
Um, so I said Manchester and we decided, you know, yeah, it gave us an extra six weeks to train um, on top of Seville. So well, you, you'll be effectively defending your trophy. Yeah, so technically, yeah, I'm, I'm defending champion. And um, by the way, you know, you got two grand for the last win. Yeah. And it only took them eight months to pay up. <laughs> it wasn't eight right? months. No, it wasn't eight months. It was it was October to January, so you know it was a bit of a wait, but it wasn't eight months. About four months then, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just not good enough. But yeah. um, so you'll be defending this with all these amazing athletes around you. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's at least I think there's twenty five guys that have all run sub two twenty before. Um, so it's it's a strong how many strong uh, twenty five oh okay they're all under yeah. under two twenty so yeah. um, including you know, yourself including course. myself yeah yeah um, so it's a good field um, how many are sub two fifteen there's a good few there there's, there's obviously there's quite a few guys that have run it probably you know ten years ago or so um, they're obviously up their times have run like two ten but it was do you seriously years, go so. go out do you seriously go out there to win it, or do you go out there to just to do your best and ignore everybody else? Well, inter- funnily enough, inter- this was this was a question when I was out when I was out in in um, Granolas with the England team. We were sat having dinner in this Italian restaurant in Spain, which is a, an odd thing to to do, isn't it, when you're in Spain? But um, and there was a question came up. Uh, Norman Norman asked me this question, which was, would I rather win a race in the, a ten, he said a 10k would I rather win a 10k in 30-30 or would I rather finish third or fourth in 29-30 and everyone else said they'd rather do the, finish third or fourth in 29-30 and I said I'd rather win in 30-30 because for me you, you, if you're a winner you can't take you can only win against the field you're against so if the time's slower then you, you, you've do you really believe that though? Because let's say that the next day you retire, um, and you're left with this thirty. You've won a race. It might be an insignificant race, but the other person sits down in years to come and says, "Well, I ran twenty nine thirty. What was your best time?" And then you, these two phenomenal athletes have a discussion. Yeah, but I'm better than you because I ran faster. Yeah, I mean, there's a debate on it, but the, the thing with time. Um, is that it, time is always broken? It's 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 broken by yourself. It's broken by someone else. You I know, you're going to do the, world the, record. the Einstein thing where time doesn't exist. <laughs> well, it does. It's, it's the key focus, isn't it? Of running, it's, it's time. But but at the same time, it, it it's it's irrelevant because you only the time is only as good it's as the irrelevant. time you've run. With this, you've run. You can run a After time. All this training, the time well, no, is irrelevant. Yeah, you, win, you know, you you can win. An Olympic medal in a slow time, but you're still, you know, you could you could win the gold medal in a slow time, but you're yeah. the Olympic champion, and no one is yeah. going. Whether in four years' time someone wins it faster, but to win that still- Olympic gold, you've you you're probably the fastest man anyway because you've had a no, tactical not race. Well, t- well, you'll you'll you be know. the fastest in the race on that day. Yeah, I'd say you're the. But fastest, you might not be generally. the fa- you're not be the fastest overall. You might not be the in world that record year, holder. Well, no, not in that particular no, year. You're the best. Ta- sometimes they're tactical and they're slow, and so you you have the fastest sprint at the end or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, because they you know not because it's it's, yeah. it's okay. how it plays. But you've got the gold and winning. You can't take a win away. So you know, my thing was like I was. My, my but they was, weren't asking you about a gold so. medal, though. They were asking you about just an ordinary race. Well, well no, they were saying about. Uh, no. They were saying winning. If you yeah. would you rather win in a win. slower time or come? Would you rather you know, outside win, the win the Saint Helens 10K in thirty minutes thirty, or run twenty nine thirty at Trafford and finish fourth? 
I, I'd rather win. You still win. I'd rather win yeah. because because at the end of the day, you've got to learn to win. But there's a, there's a skill in learning person, to win, and, and I yeah, think sometimes. Hang on a second. You, in that race where you've you've run thirty thirty, yeah, so you're a minute slower on the. There's no one near you. They're like six minutes behind you. But yeah, at yeah. Trafford, you've got this quality you field. Far you, That's a bit of a disservice to Steve Campbell there, isn't it? Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not talking about uh, Steve Campbell. Um, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, I'm. This point that you've made to your English um, comrades, team yeah. uh, team, um, <laughs> I'm picking holes in this now, and I think you, you've seen that I'm picking holes in it, <laughs> and you're trying to dis- distract me from because uh, you know you're wrong. No, no, I, I know. I, I think I'd be. You want to win? Do you know what I mean? Like, we want to win. Well, I can... That's, I can, that's what you it, want well, to yeah, do? But isn't that what I've got away from? I used to win local races. Well, I think, and I, I don't do that anymore. No, that, well, that's because, it. Because, hang on. Because I decided that I would destroy my own ego. <laughs> and I'd enter all these races with all the best athletes and get absolutely hammered, but run faster. Because that's apparently what... Uh, an athlete should be aiming to do. You see, but I think that that's. Do you a, disagree with that? I disagree with it. You see, because well, I think that's what I think they all say, though, isn't it? But I think, that, but that's it. I think there's become too much of, of a of a time trialing culture. It's about going out and trying to run these times, and it's great. Yeah. But you should and and no, no, I mean, on. I get I get a lot. I get a lot of stick. Yeah, I, I know that on that point though, you can also um, there's something else missing from that. What you've just said, time trial, yeah. But you're up against the best runners, let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at Manchester, you're coming up yeah, to, yeah, you've got yeah. all this field quality around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trafford 10K happened the same day as St. Helens 10K. Yeah. Why weren't you at Trafford? Uh, okay, it's a local race, hometown and all that. That's very important. But the point is, when you're immersed amongst people who are all, you know, dedicated, yeah, yeah, yeah. they give their lives to it. And you're pushing hell for leather against them. You generally would run faster. Most people would run faster in that environment, generally, I think, because they they say it drags you along, you know. Um, And it's not just a time trial. You're putting yourself up against the best opposition. Yeah. Surely that's got to come into it. Oh, yeah, and and it does. And and the same thing, I'd have gone... But I'd rather have... So if I was doing Trafford, just Trafford, I would rather have run... I would rather have won Trafford... In a slower time than, than than <laughs> finished second or third and fourth in a in a faster time because I would rather win it and beat the, that better field of people. Are you having if a go at Johnny Mellor for finishing second? No, no, no. I'm just saying I would rather I would go into and and I do and I make it hard for myself and people comment on it. I make it hard for myself because I do go into fields where the 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 athletes on paper should be better than me and usually and. I, I, Nine out of ten times, I get beat by them as well. But I go out there and do everything I can to win that race. I'm going to bring and if, some. And if, uh, I, if I don't win the race, I don't win it. But I'm, I'm, I don't sit in and think, well, that athlete's faster than me. I'm just going to sit behind them and get dragged to a good time. I want to beat that athlete, and if they beat me, they beat me. But I want to put everything on the line to make sure I give myself the best chance to win that race. And, and yeah. that's what I try and do in, in every race I do. So you're, you know. you're only going to turn up for races that you can win then, are you? No, no, I put myself in yeah. races where, I, on paper, I'm potentially going to get beat. Manchester, I'm potentially going well, to get beat. There's a lot the faster first, guys in there. the first race that you put yourself in. On a Granola maybe as well, yeah. Of course, you're representing England. That's an honour. Yeah. Know? Um, 
There's been other races on there, the podiums, uh, 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 the, the podium races. I always less, used to love and go just, and do. You know, yeah. I'd take it out. You know, Tom Tom well, Lancashire was was in there one year, and mm. I said I said to myself before, and I thought, oh, Tom's here. I should really just tuck into the behind Tom because Tom is a, an expert. He's a brilliant tactician. He's a fantastic runner. Run miles faster than I've ever run for five k. And then within a lap of it, I had a seventy meter lead on him. You know, and he, and then and then where he beat me was he beat me on the final three hundred meters. He outsprinted me. And yeah, because I was blowing up and I was dying, but I held a second of him, you know, in the end. I gave, I put myself, I did the shot, you know, and it didn't pull off on the day. Well, but let me I ask tried, you, you know, I, I went for I, it. I turned out last weekend for, for my county, mm. Merseyside. I have two counties, Donegal and, and Merseyside. And I finished 145th, I think it was. And it, I, as I say, I, I was there, you know, and I lacked energy. Um, but it's it's very easy, I, I think, when you're so when there's so many people in front of you, just to drop your head and think, well, Matthew wants to win, but you, I'm in 145th there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you've you've been in what what what's your feeling in a race like that? You know, you you wouldn't have won that race. No, no. You you'd have been you might have got in the top hundred maybe, but you'd you'd been well behind, I think. Yeah. Expect because you're not trained for that. Yeah, At yeah, the, yeah, at the yeah, moment, yeah. at the moment. Um, no, you know, I'm, you, I'm you, not you're in a race. So. You're in a race. Where yeah. At least on the day, you know, on yeah. the day, you're not ready for this or you're not ready to compete yeah, yeah, right yeah. in those first couple of positions. So what's going through your mind? Well, you've got to win, yeah. you've got to win your race. So you've got to win, you've got to put in the performance that you can feel happy with, that you can feel justified what you're capable of doing. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, cross country takes away time anyway because time's irrelevant on the, on the cross country because the courses are going to be different from year on year different places it's you know, not, it's not like. so people, it's, it's, people it's, say it's that. I don't, I don't think it's irrelevant because what you do get with the time because in this in this uh, locality we have two leagues we have the the Sunday league which is more popular at the moment and we've got the L&D league which has existed since 1891 yeah. it's got huge history it's it's become a dinosaur some people would say um, I quite like dark dinosaurs yeah. uh, I wish them to, 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 to come back to life again you know Um and, and eat up the Tory party. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, the L&D League, Liverpool and District League, they give times. The Sunday League don't give times. Um, I think it, it is relevant. I disagree with Nathan Jones there because when you look at the result, you can see the spaces between the athletes. So on the day, let's say Nathan at Sefton Park, the Eurocross, he was the, I was the Nathan uh, Welsh captain phenomenal athlete when he's on form yeah. um, when he's not got kidney stones um, I think he was probably a couple of minutes ahead of me you know now when I look at that result in years to, and I look back and there's no times there it's I, I don't know I could have been like the next yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? it gives you some some sort of information yeah, on yeah. what's happened no it, it, it's relevant to, for you to be able to I suppose it's yeah it's relevant for you to be able to see where you are against other people you might be against in other races but what I'm on about is obviously you're saying your performance you you, you know you, you know you're in a race where you're not going to win it and what you do then the time is the time is irrelevant at a point in in the race it's relevant for you to look at afterwards to go well I was close to this guy actually and stuff like that but during the race the time's irrelevant because the course is you know it's yeah it might be a 10k course which is what you'd run in other cross countries but if it's muddier it's it's irrelevant in terms of you might not, you know, if it's a lot muddier, you're not going to run as quick as you would have done on a drier course. 
So while you're running it, it's irrelevant in, in that respect. And all you can really do is give the best performance that you can do. And if you've given the best performance, when you're then looking back at those results and analyzing and seeing where you were against other guys, you know, you can then sort of go, well, you know, well, actually I, I was only 30 seconds down on them and usually I'm a minute down on them. And obviously then you've got the question of you don't know whether they had the best race of the, the, the fitness that they're in. Or, you know, you could have had, you could feel like you had your best one and being close to them then today, you know, sort of... Um, solidifies that in your mind but they might have had a poor run and, and things so it, you know it, it does become it's better just to know your own knowledge and how you feel about your performance in in those races where you you, you know you're not going to win it's down to you to get the best performance out of yourself i think that's the the real challenge i think because it, you, you turn up at you know a local race um st Anne's 10k for yourself and you're leading the field and you're getting a great cheer People, it's, it's very encouraging yeah. the people are behind you you're in your hometown any kind of local race really uh, if you're in first position and you're winning and you're getting that kind of encouragement I think what's difficult for me is you're in 145th position you've got all these bodies around you um, it's hard to gauge the performance you, you know you, you're doing your best uh, or are you uh, you You've got to just keep, or your your head drops psychologically. I think it's 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 very difficult. But yeah, you know yeah. you, that person in front of you, you could say that that's the one you should be aiming for. That that next person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, but eventually it, it's it, it can be be very difficult to maintain positivity. Maybe in in a it, situation like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and but that's you know again knowing yourself and knowing your body and knowing your mind and and working on those things and and you know. Th- when you go in, you know, we talk about going into a race and wanting to win the race. Well, that's where you start. You know, you, you, you've got to work on that next person ahead of you and the next person ahead of them and just keep taking them one by one. And at some point, the goal being that there won't be anyone else to overtake. You'll be the leader. You'll be the winner. You know what I mean? And that's where you sort of, that's that's where you you got to focus on. And, and you might never get to that point, you know, but if you if you don't even have that goal and that, that, that sort of, drive and desire to try and target them then then you know you've got to ask yourself why are you getting on the start line sort of thing in a way you know people people question you know i i'm i'm running times or trying to practice running times that are much faster than what would be you know equivalent to my half marathon time and i'm trying to go and do it in a marathon now i know plenty of runners that have gone and done faster in the in the over the halfway point and then rep you know and carried on for the rest of the marathon and run a big a big performance and a big pb and things like that so it's possible um but i also believe you, you you've got to believe and got to dream like that i think you, if you set your goals too low um one it makes it one you you might achieve them too quickly and then where do you go from there or two you make it easier for you to if you're just a little bit off it to settle for for just missing them sort of thing and going well you know the goal was the goal was 220 and i've run 221 i'm happy enough with that sort of thing whereas if your goal was 210 and you run 211 you know you you, you end up 211 you you know you you, you sort of get in there so you've got to you've got to set those goals yeah, but you can you've also, set those goals you could, high you could, and, yeah, and but you could also achieve. make them you know to 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 to, to counter that really you, you could set an unrealistic goal yeah you've got to be realistic on, with and them. then what happens then is you know you you don't get anything from from it because you it's so unrealistic that you you don't 
train for you know it just doesn't happen no it's got to be realistic you've got to be realistic to some extent you can't just daydream no but I think if you if you if you set a goal that maybe is unrealistic but Mm. you've got to but if it's only unrealistic if there's no stepping stones in between it if so so, you know if I say 205 for the marathon which would be a British record would be you know a mad sort of time would be crazy to think of but I believe you've got to aim for something like that to try and get close to it. Now, I've got to then set st- to to get there. I've got to say, well, how do I? How would I get to that point? Well, one, you've got to run under two ten. Then you you got to get that. You know, you've got to take those times off to get to that point. Yeah, running two oh five straight out of the box is is you know living on cloud cuckoo land sort of thing. But you've got to you, you've got to step take those stepping stones to get to that point, and that's where you know you've got to dream big and 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 step along. And you might never ever get to there. But hopefully you'll you'll get close. You've you know? heard, you've heard it here on the mother of all <laughs> podcasts. What's this space, Mister Matthew Crean, two oh five? No, I mean, listen, I agree with you. Um, I think you should um, get the two oh five at Manchester. <laughs> Dream big. And well, I went, I we went, can I all went. retire. <laughs> I went through the first couple of goals. Because they all stay all be listening there, won't they? No, I agree. Uh, actually, Matthew, you're the most motivated uh, athlete around me, really, or certainly one of them, for I know a few. Um, David's very motivated, of course. He's a professional athlete. Um, Mr. Divine. Um, but... You're very motivated and you're very driven and you've set yourself some unrealistic goals. Uh, what's this space now? No, no, you've set yourself some goals, um, high standards, and you've already achieved a very high standard. And um, I'm positively proud of you, sir. Um, I think we've done half an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long have we done this time? An hour and five. Oh, bloody hell. Um <laughs> I could ask you more questions, but really, is there any point? Um, you, know. well, you, can, you can ask me next time on the, <laughs> on the next episode. You, it's been marvellous. It's good to be back. 